What's up, buds? Today we're talking about Parasite. Parasite is directed by Bong Joon-ho, who directed The Host, Snowpiercer, and Okja. Personally, I love The Host. I didn't love Snowpiercer as much as everyone else, and I kind of hated Okja, except for Jake Gyllenhaal, of course. I've been hearing a lot about this film since it premiered at TIFF, and had been eager to check it out. Well, I finally got a chance the other night. Alright, so let's talk about Parasite. What's it all about? Well, the general setup of the movie is that this poor family pulls a long con scam on this rich family. That's a pretty simple setup for a movie that really turns into so much more. It's a dark comedy, it's a drama, it's a thriller, and it ends as kind of a horror tragedy. It would be a great companion double feature with Jordan Peele's Us, but this is the better movie. It's dealing with some similar themes and ideas, but this movie nails almost every aspect of them. To be honest, I'm still kind of wrestling with this movie. Uh, when I was in the theater and the credits started to roll, my first thought was, all right, well, how am I supposed to talk about that? But we'll give it a whirl. The film opens pretty much right away with the poor family, and you connect with them immediately. The first time you meet them, and at many points in the beginning of the movie, they're all gathered around their table drinking beers, scheming, having supper. That image of the family connecting at the kitchen table is very relatable and bonds you to them right away. And I don't know if this is because I grew up without money, but I was immediately rooting for them. A lot of their interactions at the beginning kind of reminded me of the show Shameless. Now, Shameless is at its dramatic best when they are dealing with the aspects of addiction and generational poverty. And the way that trauma, abuse, and addiction all lead back to generational poverty. Parasite isn't really interested in any of those things. It starts with very little backstory. This family is poor. We're not told why they're poor, how they got in this situation, just that they are a poor family and they need money immediately. I found at the beginning that I was wanting a little more character details, but this movie's intention and its scope are much wider and um, different than something like Shameless. So the movie starts out, and the poor family is very clever, and they take very naturally to their con. So that part, for me, without some backstory, it kind of felt like, oh wow, they're really good at this. Um, maybe they could use these skills in a legitimate way? And I think the movie leaves those questions unanswered intentionally. The rich family, in contrast, they are simple and they are privileged. We never really find out how they make their money. We just know that they're rich. So the basic setup is that the poor family, they are poor and clever. And the rich family, they are rich and stupid. It really doesn't take much for the poor family to con the rich family. They're completely oblivious. But that doesn't mean that they're bad. They're clearly a family that loves each other. It's just that they're only looking out for themselves and only paying attention to themselves, which is also what the poor family's doing. So that's how the movie starts. It lays out these two families on opposite sides of the spectrum. But this is what's interesting. The movie begins to use our own prejudice and our own assumptions against us. We think the plot of the movie is poor family scams rich people family but as it goes on you begin to see that it's more than that 
And the way that plays out is that when you actually get into the details on how they're scamming this family, you see that they aren't really hurting the family. Sure, they're lying to them and they're taking advantage of them, but the people that they're really hurting are the other poor people. Specifically, they're making them lose their jobs. And it's in this detail that the movie begins to make its interesting turn. But before we get there, another thing I found interesting about the film was how they handled the families. It's clear that both families love each other. Specifically, the poor family has, well, the cast has very good chemistry between them. It's clear they care about each other. But another thing that's present there is disdain. There was disdain for themselves and the other members of the family, which feeds into the rage at the heart of this movie. And it's a rage that's misguided on purpose. It's misguided because of envy. Everything that happens in this movie is propelled by envy and by want. So it's extremely interesting to watch people that clearly love each other, but also hate where they are in life and want more. The poor people want what the rich people have, naturally. On the other hand, the rich people are using the poor people to maintain their lifestyle. And they're oblivious to really how any of the poor people live. So a big question in the movie, it seems, is, well, who's using who? Morally, the poor family is parasiting on the rich family. But the rich family is kind of a parasite on society. But ultimately, neither family is to blame. They are just looking out for themselves and looking out for their family. So if you take a step back from that, then the unspoken antagonist of the movie is the system. The system keeps the rich people rich and the poor people poor. And the poor people have to fight amongst themselves for the scraps of whatever the rich people leave. And then when the whole game blows up, there are no answers because it's a trap. Even in talking about it, I feel like I'm doing an injustice simplifying it because in the movie, it's not giving you any easy answers to any of these questions. And it's not that this movie is complicated because it's not, but it's layered. And that's where it leaves you with something to chew on. What really brought all this home for me was how the film sticks the landing. The ending plays your expectation against you. And when you're given kind of what you would hope to happen, you feel disappointed. And when it's revealed what actually happened, it's depressing and it has no answer. But it's also satisfying. The filmmaker is playing my hopes and my expectations against me. The film does a great job at capturing the trap of the system while being in the trap. And in the end, snapping the trap. All while having fully developed characters. It's shot incredibly well. And the focus of this movie, while being all those other things, also has time to focus on where these people live. Both of their homes are interesting in their own unique ways. And they're, they're lived in. The film is very interested in how these two families live, and that's part of the reason it works so well, because while it's focused on that detail, it's not taking away from any of the other layers that are above it. 
In fact, it's only strengthening the layers above it by reinforcing this grounded reality and this connection with the families that helps to hold up the whole analogy, which is full of big themes and big thought. So that's all happening on one level. And then what's happening on the other levels is that the script is extremely funny. It's dark, it's dry, and it's offbeat in a dark comedic way. The characters are great and all their motivations while serving the bigger themes also feel authentic and self-motivated. So this movie works from top to bottom all the way through. It keeps you engaged pretty much the entire time. It starts you on this base level of, okay, this is a movie about the poor, this poor family scamming this rich family. But as it unfolds, it's so engaging all the levels work together perfectly. When the movie gets to its explosive, bloody end, it doesn't feel like Bong Joon-ho is saying, okay, now we're going to lay out all our points about how the system is rigged and that we're all stuck in it. You don't feel that way because it's meeting the expectations set out by the film. The movie starts with the family that makes some bad decisions, and that comes to a climax at the end. It just so happens that that also serves all the other themes. And that's what a great movie's got to do. So Parasite is a great movie. It's one of 2019's best. It's no wonder it's nominated for so many different awards. I highly recommend it. And you know, if you're not a person who normally watches movies with subtitles, I encourage you, hey, maybe this will be one of your first ones. It's worth it. It will make you think and hopefully make you view the world in a slightly different way. I like to do a counter opinion at the end of these, but... This film's sitting at like 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. The point of the counter opinion, though, is that all films, even great ones, are subjective. This film might not have worked for you, and that's all right. What's great about films and what's great about art is that hopefully we can have discussions with people who see things differently than us and really get into it and maybe argue, but hopefully hear what the other person is saying and allow their perspective to broaden our own. So if you saw the movie, I'd love to hear from you. You can follow us on YouTube or on our Instagram. We'd love to have a conversation about movies. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. That's it.